Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, self-care advocate, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to help you achieve a happy and healthy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. That is why I am here to help you get back on track and back into the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from my amazing guests. So sit back and relax as we take a journey into the Purple Butterfly. Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is Danielle. I hope that everyone is having a wonderful and blissful and marvelous day and that you have incorporated some self-care into your day. And if you haven't, why not? And what are you going to do to change that? So this week, my guest is Janet White. She is a registered nurse. She is an author and she is a coach who helps individuals live an alcohol-free lifestyle. Myself and Janet, we talk about how we often tend to self-medicate with alcohol to relieve our stress or when we're feeling overwhelmed. But as a society, we tend to use alcohol to do a lot of things. So what I mean by that is if we're celebrating something, right, we're going to pop some champagne. If we're not feeling happy, we're going to drink some wine. If we're celebrating a sports event and a championship or something of that nature, what do we tend to do? We're drinking beer. So society-wise, we just tend to use alcohol for celebrations, for sadness, for whatever it is that we feel we need to drink for. And sometimes we even consider it to be a form of self-care. So right at the end of the week, we've had a long week at work. What do we do? We know the happy hour with our friends and we can say, oh, well, I did something for myself because I went out, I socialized, I hung out with my friends, but we also are, are drinking alcohol. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good happy hour and I am all about a Sunday boozy brunch. Sign me up every single Sunday for unlimited mimosas. I am all here for it. But what Janet and myself talk about is when we use the alcohol use to self-medicate and use it as a way to relieve our stress. So we talk about the benefits of living an alcohol-free lifestyle. And we talk about ways to decrease our drinking if we feel that we have a problem. One of the things that Janet talks about is, you know, if you've ever asked yourself, am I drinking too much? then that probably means that you are and that there may be something that you need to do about that. One of the things we also talk about, of course, you know who I am, we talk about is our self-care. And so when we have gotten to a place where we decided that we need to cut back on our drinking, self-care is going to be very important because self-care is going to take care of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, all those good spaces, and it's going to be a positive distraction. So instead of running to the alcohol when we're distressed or stressed or depressed, how about run to some self-care? How about using some positive distractions? How about getting outside and going into nature or getting to the gym or 
hanging out with your friends, but maybe there's no alcohol involved. The self-care around alcohol use is also going to be very important when you're setting boundaries with yourself as well as with other people. And practicing mindfulness is also going to help as well when when you want to decrease that alcohol use. So listen in to myself and Janet as we talk about this alcohol-free lifestyle. And as always, we talk about self-care. Janet gives us a rundown on what she does to take care of herself while she's helping others. So listen in, definitely enjoy. And as always, self-care is never selfish. Make sure that you are doing something for yourself and that you are being intentional about taking care of you. Be a part of the Purple Butterfly community that has been created to help support women with self-care by becoming a sponsor. We have sponsorship packages available that will help increase your business visibility. If you are looking for a partnership with a team approach that will further grow your business while helping your customers learn the value of self-care, a sponsorship with the Purple Butterfly podcast is what you need. For more information on sponsorship opportunities in or to be a guest to discuss your field of expertise in self-care, email me at podcast at interviewllc.com. So welcome to the Purple Butterfly. Today, my guest is Janet White, a registered nurse, author, and certified coach. Janet is a devoted grandmother and enjoys warm, sunny beaches. She loves sharing her passion for living a happy, healthy, alcohol-free lifestyle. Her story includes a long-term abusive marriage, a bout with cancer, self-esteem, body issues, and grief. She has a book entitled Finding Bliss Beyond the Buzz, which tells her story and shares her method of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Thank you, Janet. Thank you for having me. Oh, and I also should mention you also do a Facebook Live on Sunday? Uh, I do. Yeah, every Sunday. You never know what you're going to see on there. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And it says that your mission is kind of empower women and men to be the best version of themselves. Yes, absolutely. I love that. So talk to us a little bit about being that best version of ourselves and you know, how we can do that by living this alcohol-free lifestyle? Like, what is that like for people? Yeah. So, you know, I think our society is very pro-alcohol. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't go anywhere or do anything without, you know, having alcohol involved. It seems like all our social activities, it's the mainstream, right? So Mm -hmm. if you go to a football game, you got to have a beer. If you go to a nice restaurant, you got to have your glass of wine. You know, it's always something in our community. And I'm saying that, you know, it's not good for us, number one, but number two, we can live a healthier lifestyle without it. And it wasn't until my daughter had my first grandbaby that I started realizing that, wow, how much am I drinking? My grandbaby would spend the night and I thought, you know, after my second, third glass of wine, am I really going to make a good decision? If she wakes up in the middle of the night, am I going to be able to drive her where I need to? And it started making me look. Now, I was not an alcoholic and I, you know, had a big job and no DUIs, no, no rock bottom, but I knew that it wasn't healthy and I knew that I was using it to medicate 
I had a lot of grief. I had some PSTD from my abusive relationship. I mean, we all get beat up over life. And so many times we use things to medicate. Yes. And alcohol is one of those that is acceptable, right? So if I was hooked on heroin or if I was hooked on drugs and I said, oh, I'm going to quit, people would say, oh, good for you. But the minute I said I was going to quit alcohol, people said, what? What's wrong with you? What? What's your problem? I mean, why would you do that? Oh, you must be a bad alcoholic. I, and I'm like, no, I just feel like I need to quit. But I tell you, the benefits and the things that changed in my life there were a lot of physical changes. Mm-hmm. I lost weight. I started sleeping better. You know, I felt better. I had more energy, a lot of physical things. But what really changed was the raw emotions. Once I got through and started having to deal with my grief that I had pushed down mm-hmm. and all the other things, I started realizing, you know, what else can I do? I mean, what do I want to do? I started prioritizing my life. Big changes. It was a tough time. But it was an exciting time. And now on this side, you know, I'm almost four years with no alcohol. I think, oh, my goodness, why did I spend so much time sitting around drinking? (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, and not everybody has the same relationship with alcohol. Some people just maybe have a drink occasionally, and that's fine. It might not be an issue. But to anybody out there who has ever asked themselves, am I drinking too much? Mm. If you are asking yourself that question, guess what? You probably are. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I remember Googling things like how much is too much and trying to find studies. This is how sad it is. Trying to find studies that said that drinking was good for me. You know, like the red wine study. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's good for my heart. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, not four glasses of wine at night, not right. good for your heart. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. So what would be your first tip if you had to help someone who is in the, that same position, who is kind of questioning, because I do agree with you, we drink for everything, happy hours and baby showers and birthdays and weddings and anniversaries and funerals. It's just, yeah. right? We drink, there's liquor every occasion. And I do agree also that a lot of times we do, we have a bad day. Let's go home and have a drink. Yep. You know, instead of actually dealing with the issues that popped up throughout that day. So if I feel like I'm in that space or I'm asking myself those questions, what do you feel like my first step should be? So I think there's a couple different categories here. So I'm not talking to the people who are physically addicted to alcohol right. because that can be very, very dangerous. If you're physically addicted to alcohol and you know that because when you try to not drink, you have symptoms, whether it's shaking or just the, you know, some. it can be very severe to the point of death. So I would say that anyone who is dependent on alcohol physically needs to get professional help, go somewhere. But I'm talking to the rest of us. Most of us are not physically dependent on it, but we might be a little bit, you know, dependent on it socially because we depend on just what you said. That was my classic day. I had a big job, stressful. I deserved a glass of wine. I need to wind down. I need to relax. And it's so acceptable and so promoted that I say, try to give yourself a break. So if you are thinking, maybe she's right. Maybe I'm like her. Maybe I do. I'm not an alcoholic, but maybe take a break from alcohol. Give yourself some time and take a break. I, in my book, I talk about 
tips and ways to get through. You don't want to just quit in a vacuum, you know, because what happens? Anything else, just like changing a lifestyle, making a big change, you need to replace it with something else, something healthy. So, you know, there's all kinds of other things to do besides drink. I might not realize that, but that's true. There are. (laughs) And there's all kinds of sober groups out there now. I mean, there is a new app called Dry App. There's Sober Sisters. There's One Year No Beer. There's all kinds of groups now that you can join communities online and people. So get some support that way. I call it quit lit, but get uh, get a couple books or some things that talk about how to quit alcohol, my book included, but there's many, many others that, you know, there's a whole bunch of people who've done this and we are in a, it's a good time to quit because there's people that have already done it and have great ideas and tips. But the main thing would be if you think it or question it, try it. What have you got to lose? Take 30 days, 60 Mm -hmm. days, whatever. Take a break from the alcohol and see how much better you feel. If you want to go back to drinking, go back. But if you're like me, once you get past and you realize that unfortunately that wine that we think is is helping us relax is not. (laughs) And what it does is it's disrupting our sleep. It's tearing away our energy and it's increasing our anxiety. When you really start to read about what alcohol does to your body, you realize it's a myth. It's not helping us calm down and relax. It feels like it for a few minutes. <laughs> right, right in the moment, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, take a break. Take a break from alcohol and just see how much better you feel. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about your book and how we can find it. Okay. So it's called Finding Bliss Beyond the Buzz and it's available everywhere pretty much. Amazon, you can get the download or the paperback, but I wrote it as really kind of explaining my journey. So it's not just about alcohol. It walks through my abusive marriage. It walks through my cancer treatment. It walks through the death of my mom and my sister, and then my journey with alcohol. And then towards the end, it goes into what I'm doing now. And that's becoming a coach and trying Trying to empower people, men and women, to become the best version of themselves they can be. I have a Facebook page, Bliss Beyond the Buzz. I go on every Sunday. I just started a challenge, and we're doing the water, walk, and write your gratitude. So I've got several Mm -hmm. people included in that. So I do groups, and I do personal one-on-one coaching, whatever you need. But the book describes a system that I use. It's called pre-cans. Okay. It sounds kind of crazy, but it's not pecans like we say down here in the South, but, (laughs) and the P stands for purpose or passion, because I think a lot of times we don't even look at that. What do we want out of life? We only get this one short little life. And if we say, oh, it's well, of course, my values are my family and my friends and my help, but are we living towards those goals? Because we say that, but then we're working 60 hours a week and drinking the other 20. (laughs) So the first step is to kind of look at your, what you want out of life. The second rest, rest and recovery. Our society hates to rest. I I mean, we, we're all about trying to do more. You know, you got three jobs and you're on the, you're watching TV, you're on the internet and you're scrolling. I mean, I know, right. (laughs) So taking some rest, letting your mind have a break, ease for exercise, I mean, there are so many studies out there about moving your body. I don't I don't even have to start there. The C is for connection. 
we saw in the pandemic what happens when we can't be yeah. together. Mm -hmm. And so we need each other. Connection is so important. Mm -hmm. The A is for alcohol free, of course. And then the N is for nutrition. I have a diet in there that someone gave me that helped. It's basically just clean eating, no mm -hmm. fried foods, limit your sugars and processed foods. But whatever diet works for you, you know, make sure you're putting in good fuel for your body. And then the last one is sleep. Mm -hmm. We need sleep. Mm -hmm. And if we're not sleeping good, then all these things are going to be difficult for us. So what I found, it's not anything special, but it's a way to write those things down. I write them every day, the pre-cans down, and then I kind of rate myself. How did I do? How did I do this week? How did I do this day? How did I do? And if I have tens, I'm usually feeling pretty good mm -hmm. and things are going well in my life. If I've got a lot of twos in a lot of areas, okay, what are we doing? And hey, trust me, there's days I have twos. Mm -hmm. I have stayed up all night binging on Netflix or I ordered the pizza and ate that bowl of ice cream. I mean, you know, we're it's a journey, right? right. So right. anyway, it's just a little mnemonic, a little way to kind of keep yourself in check and just overall support your health and your right. life. So. I love it. Love it. So give us a, a couple of tips before we go around what you do for your self-care and how do you take care of yourself while helping others? It's a, that's a really great question because what I've realized is even when you're doing good or doing your passion or doing what you like, you can still do too much. You can still mm -hmm. not put yourself last. And that's what I say is one of the most important things. You know, they talk about it on the airplanes, putting the oxygen mask on right. yourself first. And we all know it in our head, but we don't do it. We put ourselves last. We take care of our kids, our families, our parents, our jobs. We take care of everybody before us. And so honestly, since my alcohol-free journey, I've gotten a little you know, you can call it selfish, but it's not. It's not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. I make sure that I feel myself. I exercise. I drink my water. I get my rest. I do the things I need to do for myself so that I can serve others. Mm -hmm. And that's my number one tip. If you think, oh, well, I don't have time to take care of myself. Guess what? It's going to catch up with you. Very true. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if you aren't healthy and you aren't filled, you will not be able to help others. Very true. Thank you, Janet, for stopping in. This has been a great conversation. I definitely will have all the links in the show notes as to how people can get in contact with you as well as access to your book. So we thank you for coming in. This has been great. And thank you for giving us some tips on how to live that alcohol-free lifestyle. Thank you so much for having me. I so enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out Inner You Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook, as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.